Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am going to be sharing today um, a topic which is really timely and I think a little understood, which is self-love and how it can really activate things in your life and allow a higher manifestation, of course, for healing, being a physician, studying mind-body medicine. This is kind of like the main thing I'm enthusiastic about, but also for relationships, health and wealth and vitality, you know, of all kinds manifesting in our lives. So uh, and for summer, self-love summer, it's kind of like a great time to do a pause, take a check-in, decide who am I going to be right now in this next segment of my life? How am I going to create this season um, to be more and more and more the expression of who I really am and to flourish more and more and more in my life rather than just kind of keep complying with the status quo and like surviving. So we themed this week's broadcast self-love summer. So welcome. I'm excited to have you here live. Let me know where you're joining from. I'm also over here in Instagram. Hello, JB led by faith. JB led by faith. I love your work. It has helped me so much in my everyday. Awesome. And hello to Ellen and Merite. Thank you guys for being here. All right. Awesome. Great to have you guys. Uh, hello, Rachel, Jay, <laughs> Rebecca from the Netherlands, Rachel from UK. Ellen's out here on Eastern time as I am now as well. We just flew out here for the summer. Shirley from Ottawa. Yes, Merite from Norway. Thank you. All right, great to have you guys here. So um, Kyle, I know in Boston too. So we've got to make a plan to meet up this summer for 100% sure. All right, so the first thing I wanted to share in this understanding of um, self-love, right? A lot of people think of it, it's like this airy-fairy concept. It's like a bumper sticker, love yourself more, but maybe don't really understand the uh, the science or the medicine behind what that does. What does that activate in the body in an actual tangible way and really start creating? So when I'm talking about self-love, I'm talking about being in the state of sovereignty. I honor myself fully. I know my power. I'm willing to live that power in the world as opposed to, well, you know, I mean, you got to make money. Let me follow the status quo and what the outer world is telling me I need to be and what the outer world is telling me needs to happen. And then we compromise ourselves and we actually abuse ourselves maybe on a daily basis by not allowing the full expression of who we really are. And it not only makes us feel bad and creates depression and makes us like overworked, overrun, overstressed, it actually causes like every major medical illness that most people are dying from. And it doesn't just do this chemically, physiologically, like you have a lot of stress and you have a lot of cortisol and your adrenals are overrun and then your thyroid gets shot and then your digestion is shut down and blah, 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 fill in the blank. It is an electromagnetic uh, shift and electromagnetic suppression that precedes any of that physiology or any of that those physical changes, even like how your DNA is activated 
uh, to create disease and it's like, ah, why am I getting so sick? Or those genes that create disease are deactivated. They're not even turned on. So what do we do that creates that electromagnetically? Because we are not just physical beings. We are electromagnetic. We are pure energy. What we see that precedes the chemical changes and the DNA activation and you know all of these stages of disease is that there's an electromagnetic shift. And if you understand energy, every energy has a vibration. And it's either the harmonic vibration of joy, love, ease, I honor myself fully, or it's disharmonic. No, no, don't go that way. You got to get it right. You got to get it together. You got to, you know, do the thing. And we sort of like comply with the matrix or the outer world and what we think we're supposed to do to survive. Okay, so this puts us in a lower vibration. When we look at this electromagnetically and we can detect this eight to 10 feet away from the body, it's not just in the physical body, we begin to see that even the subtlest things like, oh, I would really love to take a walk on the beach. I would really love to go see a friend. I would really love fill in the blank with what maybe summer might bring up for you. Oh, but now nah, not gonna do that because and then fill in the blank with the belief system, like I gotta make money, or it won't be okay if I if I don't do it this way, or other people are relying on me, and therefore I'll compromise myself because I think I need to. So we all have some version of this story going on, uh, but then we might not catch ourselves in the act of that suppression or what we could just actually call self-abuse for the purpose of this broadcast. And uh, how detrimental that is. So when we remember, it not only affects us, like, great, I'm going to have a good day, even though now I made no money, or great, I had fun, but everyone in my life is suffering. No, it affects everyone, everyone involved when we honor ourselves. So I'm not talking about honoring like the ego self. That's like, screw this. I don't care about anybody else. I'm just going to go do this thing. And it's actually like an ego need, which kind of takes away from ourselves as well. I'm talking about when we truly honor our sovereignty. What will really serve me, the higher me, the inner me, the true me, will always, 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 and 100% of the time serve everyone involved even if at first they don't like it or it's uncomfortable or it's unexpected or they get really pissed off or throw tomatoes at you, it ultimately will create the most for them as well. So I want you to share with me just some thoughts you have on that as far as like, geez, I'd really love to fill in the blank. And then I want you to notice ways you could access that. It doesn't mean like, yeah, I'd love to fly to Tahiti for a month, but what is it you actually want that that represents that you think you can't have, right? For example, a break, <laughs> more ease, joy, peace, love, uh, freedom, right? Because that could be really simple. Like I started taking a little more of a nugget in between, like if I'm doing private sessions, I'm giving myself a little more of time because I realize like that time is like, flexy and relaxed and enjoyable and I enjoy my day more. So I was at the time um, working in one of my friend's offices and there's some of my friends that are in there and it would be like, oh, hey, how you doing? Okay, I'm going to go see my client or go do my call or go do my thing. And they do a lot of back-to-back -back as well. And now it was like, how are you? And we'd have like a chat for 10 minutes or five, even if it's five minutes. 
it's a different energy when I'm like, easy breezy. I have some time as opposed to like, boom, 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 boom. I'm lining it all up tightly. It made sense for like people in the Catholic church used to say, made room for the Holy Spirit. It made sense. It made space for the lightness. And that lightness actually created so much in my life because I would not only enjoy that time, but it would spark different conversations or different things that were more the spontaneous moments. And it really added a lot. So the point I'm making is what would it take? It may, I, I, if I didn't do that, I would probably just feel like, oh my God, I need a year off. Oh my God, I need a month off all the time. When I actually didn't need that, I needed spaciousness and maybe just 2% of that spaciousness peppered into every day would be the total fulfillment where I'm enjoying everything more. So if it seems like there's this thing, but you're like, oh, well, I can't have that. Instead of resigning yourself, look underneath it. What is it I actually want that I think this thing would represent? More freedom, more joy, more ease, more love, um, more be more rested. Uh, so someone's saying, I'd love more any time. I'd love more or any time to myself and recharge. More ease in myself and my family, but raising small kids without a village seems impossible to do right now. So this is actually, this was really, really big for me. Two things. One is where I could actually let more in and receive more, but I wasn't, like I didn't even see that I was blocking receiving, but I was blocking receiving. Like, no, 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 I can't do that. Uh, and one of my friends um, made some suggestions about like having other people help. And it was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I'm like, wait a minute. Don't go to that conclusion. Yes. And yes, I would love to receive more assistance, more ease, more flow. And what might it create? What might it take to create that? What might it take? What might it look like? Just ask the question. That's it. You're not going to solve it. You're just going to ask the question. And then the other thing is when I'm in like high gear, high gear, high gear, especially with I have little ones too, um, there's an intensity about it. And that for me was a big thing to let release. Like I got to always make sure they have like the healthiest food. And there was a tension around it. Or I got to make sure, you know, they don't have too much screen time, but there was a tension around it. That's always going to block receiving um, opportunities as well, resources as well. So I had to loosen up around, all right, let's just do it imperfectly, but we're doing it. There was a huge layer of tension that got released from the equation when I was like, let's just do it imperfectly. And I was willing to give myself more leeway with things maybe that I didn't think would be okay. Like, you know, maybe he's going to have a little too much screen time. All right, let me just be easy on myself with this. And then something would come in that it it was absolutely fine. Um, and it takes care of itself way, way, way to a higher degree when I take the tension out of the system. So sometimes we're operating in our own tension that we're holding it all together. And that is not going to, uh, to work. Jen, I would love to no longer abandon myself to make how I feel my greatest priority in each moment from a space of grace and compassion. Awesome, great intention. That alone will, um, will shift a lot. Dawn, I'd love to return to work in person. Yeah, so this, let's say for example, you're like, but it's shut down, that's not gonna happen. Feel into what is it you're looking for? Connection, community, um, 
So maybe it's easier. There's more flow in your work in that situation. So what is it you're looking? Because 100% of the time, there are ways to begin to embody that now that not only then you feel it now, but that then open your world for the physical like manifestation of that to a higher degree. Uh, I really love to walk on the beach at my sister's again but I've been in bed for two years. I have compassion for myself. You know, I'm so sad and angry that I'm too sick to do the things. So this is another thing. Uh, where are you holding that space of, I can't have it. This just came up in a, in a group session. Um, yeah, other people have it, but it's not for me. And then what's really coming up is this one inside who's hurt. This one inside who maybe has for years experienced, as you are now, uh, I can't have it. I can't have it. It's not for me. It's not available. And there's a sadness. And when I meet that sadness, instead of trying to override it or you know make it feel better, when I meet that sadness in the depth of where it is, it will begin to transmute. Um, what you know, who knows what it's even related to because it's probably really old, but meet that space with compassion where you feel like, oh, I'm never gonna get a break. I can't have it. I, you know, poor me. It's a it's a victim energy where like this thing is happening to me and I can't do anything about it. So meet that, meet that with such unthinkable compassion for that space in you who's hurting. I have seen so, so, so many times how what will be just this stuck, stuck, stuck thing, like I can't get out of the bed, can begin to move and shift when we meet the energy that's under there. So it's just old stuff that the body can hold. And then, yeah, it can play out in our body. It can play out in our health. It can play out in our relationships. I just want to love myself unconditionally. Do it. Do it. There is nothing that can possibly keep that from you, period, the end. It's not a possibility. If you're willing to love what is unconditionally, love the moment unconditionally, it feeds your body. All right, so that's the first thing. What we need to do in order to um, health issues, everybody else is about. <laughs> oh, so you haven't been able to go back because of health, but you wanna. So I would feel into not just, I wish I could go back to work, um, I want the vitality, the vitality to be free and make that choice. So that's kind of the essence of what is um, needing to be received in the system. So feel into that. I welcome what it's like to have vitality because that's going to lead you in a different path. Oh, to have more vitality. Geez, I'd have to be more generous and gentle with myself and not be rating myself that oh, I'm still in the bed. I'm still sick. I'm still this. I'm still that. I can't do this. Compassion is a big, big, big key. And not making it wrong that it's gone this way for so long. Bonnie, to be able to sell my artwork. Good. So welcome in the exhilaration of that. The Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. The appreciation of that. Welcome in the energy of what that experience points to. Because that alone creates the electromagnetic shift, like instantaneously. That's why I call the program the instant elevation. How do I meet the energy? Got to feel your body now. Let's talk about that in a minute. Um, so because the instant elevation, it's not you instantly don't have MS anymore. Like that can take a few months. It's the instant shift in your frequency that is what shifts the underlying chemistry that creates MS or autoimmune disease or fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue syndrome, Epstein-Barr, Lyme disease. Like I could go on for an hour with all the syndromes and diagnoses that are impacted by this. Um, so how do I meet, how do I meet what's here? Great question. 
this is the, the main first point is I've got to be in the now to know that, know that like, well, there's this part of me that's hurting and feels like I'll never have, it's not here for me. I can't have it. And the world is against me. No one's, no one cares. It's I'm on my own, right? Whatever that heaviness is when you're here now and you feel now you'll feel it. So take a few deep breaths. You can even just touch your body skin on skin, tap on your heart a little bit, breathe in, breathe out, feel what's here. Um, you'll ground your energy in your body. Now you'll feel a little bit more fully what's happening in your body. Now that's the same thing as, um, beginning to embody the energy you're wanting to bring in, right? Oh, I would love to feel more freedom if I'm selling my art or I'm walking on the beach and oh, there's a vibrance, there's a vitality, there's a joy, there's an appreciation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Spend 10 minutes with that every day. For those of you in the Embracing Health group, there's an audio that I did that's called um, The Heart Lock-In and I guide you through that. But just in short, you know, you bring in what is that energy? Oh, there's a lightness. There's a joy. And sit with it for five or 10 minutes. Now, if the heaviness and the density is so intense, that's what you want to meet. Like, whoa, as soon as I breathe into my body, oh, I feel like I got kicked in the gut. Oh, I feel a, a pressure on my shoulders. Good. Sit with that for five minutes. I breathe in, breathe into that space. I breathe out, let everything release. Big, 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 big shift. This is one of the big things I did with the mind-body solution for chronic pain. To release chronic pain, we've got to be here in the now with what's here, with what's uncomfortable, with what feels ah, too much, horrifying, unthinkable. Okay, give it a little bit of presence. How long does one hang out with the very dense energy, feeling like it's endless? 100% of the time before pivoting to the energy of what I want? This is a great question. I'm going to look at this. People will say, how long do I sit with the heaviness? How long do I sit with the fear? And I will say, have some presence with it for as long as it's there. And it's not about, oh, now I got to find the fear. Oh, now I got to find the pain so I can make it go away. No, if you enter the body and you presence the now, you actually feel, relax your shoulders, breathe more fully, get here. What's here is what to presence, not the pain or the fear. Let me find it. Let me dig it up. Go more fully into what's here and you'll go more fully into what's ready to shift. Now, give yourself five breaths, right? If it's like so overwhelming and so big and so heavy, just purposely give yourself a little medicine of, I'm going to be, I'm going to presence my body for five breaths. When the going gets tough, when the heaviness is here, when it feels like too much, this is self-love. Self-love is I'll be present with myself no matter what I'm experiencing. Self-abuse, self-abandonment, self-neglect is let me just keep running the tiger. Let me just make it better. Let me just go do this thing and then I won't have to feel this way. Yeah, not going to do it. Your body knows the difference between conditional and unconditional. Conditional presence and unconditional presence. Conditional love and unconditional love. One is really not going to do much. One is the most powerful medicine on the planet. Thank you, Amy. So be present with what is either until like you feel a little lighter, right? Sometimes you'll feel a shift or sometimes I'll be like, this is just so dense. I'm just going to do it five breaths. Maybe like 
every hour, right? Maybe it's one of those really dense days where you're like, whoa, there's a lot coming up today. I'm just going to do a little check-in to be with what is for five breaths and tell my body, I love you. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Now, this is not for the purpose of making it go away, go away, go away, go away, right? It's not the same thing for the purpose of inviting it more fully. Because when we invite the fear more fully, when we invite the pain more fully, when we invite the grief more fully, it moves, right? It moves. It's not your natural state to stay in depression or grief or fear. It's your natural state to be fully alive. And what is it to be fully alive? It's to be fully present here now. So self-love is to what degree do I show up in presence with myself here now? And now, and now. So in a way, I will bring full presence to the highest degree I'm able to every moment, right? I'm here, I'm doing this thing, and I'm here, right here as well. So I had um, an amazing client the other day, actually a guy, and there aren't a lot of men who've opted to work with me privately. There's more and more in the Embracing Health Group every year. And so this amazing man has been living for almost all of his life in not presence, right? In scramble, scramble, run, gotta go weed, gotta do the thing, gotta you know, make my life work. But then he'd do meditation and be like, okay, I'm here. But then all the rest of his life was not here. Like, let's get out there and make it happen. And realizing what that was creating, which was not abundance and what he was really in store for. And it was a big shift to realize like, oh, be in the presence and stay in the presence. Do life from presence. People think of them as separate things. So it's like, I'm going to do my self-love. Oh, now I'm going to go live my life and get it done. That is not what I would advocate for. What if self-love is I do my life from a space of deeper connection with myself? I do my every moment the best I can from a space of deeper connection with myself because that isn't going to create, right? The mind will be like, then I'll just sit on the couch and I'll never go anywhere. It's not going to create that. It's actually going to create more activation and more energy and more inspiration and more, probably more action, but action that really creates amazing things. Oh, I was honest with a group of friends yesterday when asked if I'd had the injection yet. Cindy, this is good. Honesty is good. Sometimes we need to say it in the way they, you know, most compassionately for them. How can they hear it? Because sometimes we're like, well, I did it this way. Or I did it. Well, you should do it that way. Or we're like advocating for a cause. And we don't need to do that, right? To put that on anyone. But if we explain like, hey, here's what I did, or maybe give it to them in a way you know, so many acquaintances are talking about this now where you're like, are we going to get into it? And you might just, you know, give them a non-answer like, yeah, you know, we're kind of checking things out. <laughs> so it doesn't mean you've got to have like total transparency. I've got to be honest about everything. I mean, it's not it's not a lie to um, let people have a little peace around the conversation and just not dig in too much. Sometimes you don't need to dig in. Um, so, but it, but it's not about, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, 
being false or, or anything like that, that's not going to serve us either. So I think everyone is learning and learning. How do I meet that conversation and show up authentically? Maybe I just show up authentically in compassion and say nothing. Oh, that was your experience. Wow. That's really intense. Big deal. Yeah. Things are really intense lately, right? That could be my conversation. I didn't share my own point of view. I didn't share my own, the nitty gritty or my own actions. I want to write my own story and stop working for someone else. More freedom. Awesome. Lisa. I love more health. I'd love more health. Yes. Yeah, so that's very different, right? Welcome it. Welcome it. Welcome it. What would it take to embrace more health? I love that one Barbie doll. That is so sweet. I've tried feeling the joy of selling my art many times, but nothing's happened yet. So instead of trying to feel the joy of the outcome or of the walk on the beach or of the freedom, this will do the same thing. Feel what is here. This is just as much potent self-love as what you think the love joy pill would be, right? I feel love. I feel love. Sometimes that's not where we are. What will be is to be here and feel what is here. So what is here for Anne Atkinson art? What is here may be um, sorrow. It may be, um, let me just feel into you a little bit. Oh, it's a little of, I can't have it. Not for me, which can come if, you know, we've neglected the self to a degree or neglected the expression or bought into some limiting beliefs like, you know, that's not going to make me any money or like whatever might be there. So feel into the sadness, right? Or, or just feel into what is here because for everyone, it's going to be a little different. I feel in my body, oh, there's a heaviness or a dread. Oh, there's stagnation. Oh, there's so much anger. Why have I not had what I want? Why am I still in the bed? Why am I filling the blank? So, okay, I'll take 10 breaths and honor that and welcome that instead of reacting to it and buying into it, right? Every time we buy into it, I really not okay, we fight. Every time we buy into it, it, it really isn't unfair. It, it really isn't fair. We react, we fight, we vest more energy in it. So instead, compassion, compassion for the one who is in so much pain. That's going to be the same medicine. Um, so that's the second piece. So be in the now with what is, <laughs> feel and welcome what's here now with loving compassion. That's the number one tincture. And then be generous and gentle with it. So don't force it to be, oh, it doesn't feel like prosperity. Let me embody prosperity so I can manifest prosperity. No, be gentle with what is here, right? Fully embrace that it feels heavy. I fully embrace doesn't feel like joy to sit with what is. It feels like shit. And then don't make it wrong because it's just as powerful medicine to sit with despair as it is to sit with joy. Mm -hmm. It's hard. So compassion. So that's the second piece is bringing in unlimited, unthinkable compassion. Because what this part of you has been through is, it really is unthinkable, right? Not like you had X, Y, and Z story or trauma. It doesn't need to be that. It's like, Coming into a world that tells you, you have no value, but work your ass off and then you'll make money and then people will like you. Like you, you can't underestimate the heaviness that that puts on your energetic system. 
you are an energy being, you're going to feel that. There's so many kids living in massive amounts of anxiety, panic disorder, depression, suicidality because of this. So it doesn't have to be, oh, because when I was this age, this thing happened. Like you might not even find that, but you'll feel these layers of density or heaviness or despair. And like, I don't even know where that came from. So the second piece is like, find compassion for what is there, known and unknown, that I understand or never could understand when I do presence my system. Um, let's just see what else. Thank you guys. Um, preemptive gratitude, yes. Hello, Stephen from Kenya. Facebook, this is a great reminder to me today as I'm struggling with my symptoms and having to rest a lot the last two days. Yeah, which can also bring up, oh my God, it's never ending, right? Helplessness, hopelessness. Merite, yes, yes, yes. Julia from Nottingham, UK, love to love yourself. <laughs> Susan from Ireland, lots of love, many things from Ireland. I'd like to just relax and let life's roller coaster feel like fun. Yes, so resilience non-resistance. This is the same thing. Presence, what's here now? Even just for five breaths, I'm willing to feel what I'm feeling now. Now there's less resistance. So some, if not maybe all sometimes, of the energies that are here can move. What you resist persists. So it like holds it in place and it can't move. So great. As you're says, I want to surrender, but at the same time, wanting to get better is always at the back of my mind. How can you reconcile those so you don't do this with an agenda? Yes, yeah, so how to be in non-attachment, but still have a preference. Great. I love this question. So there's the intention, right? Wholeness, health, et cetera. But the reality is that already is our natural state. So it's so much easier to surrender attachment slash agenda, trying when we remember even just a little, like a 2%, like, all right, I don't even get what she's saying, but if my natural state is ease, grace, joy, love, I don't have to have the agenda. I can just allow that to happen. And as I presence the density, which uh, might be attachment, oh, I want it so bad, I can't let it go. Or um, there's part of me that doesn't want to surrender, right? Just welcome the part that doesn't want to surrender, that doesn't want to let go, that doesn't understand, that is like WTF. I don't know how, how do I do it, right? Welcome the one who thinks I need to know how. Welcome the one that thinks I need to figure this out. Welcome the one, so I we can talk about this intention versus attachment. But what if there's one in there who's like, I do have this attachment. I am not letting go. We have to have it this way. It has to be. Welcome the one who won't let go. Welcome the one who is attached. I'd love to be able to sell my artwork. Sarah, to allow a big shift in my healing and feel my efforts are working letting go of the suffering. Good. So we can look at two sides of that. One is, oh, the relief and the opening of like, wow, it has been worth it. Something is happening all along. And then the other side is like, just um, welcome in where there's suffering. 
because there's one in there who is suffering and who is uh, maybe kind of holding on to old dynamics, old beliefs. I can't have it. It's not okay. I'm not good enough. Good. And then the last piece is always choose non-resistance. So if your self-love practice, because we always think, and that's why I think so many people struggle with the self-love thing. It's like, I don't know what that would look like. Um, do I get a massage? Do I take a nap? Do I like, I don't know what that would look like. So what if it's just being in the now and choosing what feels lightest? right? Because it might not actually feel light. You're like, this is rocking a hard place. I don't want to do this thing. I don't want to do that thing either. So the lightest might be, let me just give myself permission for 10 seconds to fuck it up. <laughs> that it's okay to be imperfect. It's okay. However it goes. So now there's not the pressure of, ah, I got to choose the right thing, but neither of them feel right. What if I just generous with myself that, hey, do it imperfectly. Do it imperfectly. Do it bad. I, I had a really cool story about this the other day and saw what that created for me, where my awesome friend, Tyler Wheelock, was holding space for me on top of this like freaking mountain. And I'm biking up and I'm probably more exhausted than I've ever been on any bike ride before because I just really didn't feel good. But we had an amazing, amazing time. And so there's this one like wall and they're like, this is a pretty tricky part. This is really technical. And his wife was like, I've never even done this part. And she's like, kick butt biker. So I'm going up and we already decided like, how bad can I bike today was the game. So I'm going up this thing and I see him. He's like, you got this, you got this. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I'm just going to walk it. But I'm like, eh, I'll play along, see what I get. And I just like, boom, 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 boom. And followed right up kind of effortlessly and went up the whole, the whole part of the trail, went right up no stalling, no falling, no, you know, it was great. But because it wasn't trying and because I was a hundred percent willing to just like not do it that way, it was easy. And it was, it was, you know, he held the intention and I could just feel it holding me. It was like a fulcrum that allowed my body to receive, knowing exactly where to lean my weight, you know, the energy to, to move through the courage to just like, boom, 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 went right up the mountain. I'm like, oh my God, I just did that. So there was no trying, which all the other times when I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be able to do something like that. And there was some <laughs> grit, like, oh, I'm going to push, I'm going to try. And like, you know, where that's going to get you. So I really, really saw firsthand when I was willing to do it imperfectly and no attachment whatsoever, there was more flow. So my body accessed more strength, more resilience, more agility. And I did something I hadn't done before. And it's not just true physically you know, like this example, it's true energetically of how the body can let go of the heaviness, keeping inflammation in place, keeping um, stress patterns in place, keeping old digestive, just locking down digestion. And then the whole microbiome is th thrown off, keeping that old frequency in place, keeping an infection in place with like chronic Epstein-Barr virus. How do we let the body shift out of that? We've got to come into a new frequency. And one big thing that can do that is willing to do it imperfect. That's self-love, right? Because the tension of, I got to heal myself. I got to figure it out. The tension that fear creates, it does the exact opposite. Um, I feel so disconnected from my body. I don't think I'm ever present, even when I think I am. Yeah, so just practice it, like, like a five-minute practice of, let me feel what's here. Hi, body. 
take a few breaths. If you practice it, and, and sometimes I'll set my alarm, like, you know, that's a big thing in the instant elevation program. That's one of the practices is like, what am I doing? What am I integrating? What am I going to put in? And it will go off maybe five times a day to remind me to do the presence practice or do a certain kind of whatever it is. Um, so that you can just put your hands on your heart or just relax your shoulders. Hi, body. I'm right here. And go deeper with it maybe the first couple times because you're creating a new thread here. But once you do that, if you do the instant elevation, you know, if, you're, if you've been in that program um, online, which is, I'll give you the link, or just go on YouTube and there's a video to show you the very quick version of it and just practice that meditation, um, you integrate something and then you can practice with it. So you just do it, you know, several times a day as a check-in and it will shift your frequency. Colleen said, I've had chronic Epstein-Barr, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, 26 years, help. So these are the things that can really let that shift. I'll put the link, actually, if Alicia, you can put that link for the uh, Instant Elevation program. It's at drkimd.com forward slash IEP, which is like, it's a home study with these videos that walk you through how do you integrate this through your body, through your pelvis, through your, your whole being to shift your frequency so your system is no longer a host for that disease, for that virus, right? Every pathogen has a frequency. Every spirochete, right, from Lyme disease is a spirochete. Borrelia burgdorferi, right? It's a spirochete, it has a frequency. Every pathogen and every micro, microbe has a specific signature, energetic signature. So we'll map them out for like, you know, we had gut microbiome and you have all these healthy bacteria that help like create vitamin B and break down food. And then you have these like really pathologic bacteria. Well, what has your body overgrow those or overgrow yeast? It's not just eating sugar because there's so many millions of people who are like, I'm starving myself from sugar and still the yeast keeps growing or I'm starving myself from sugar. But as soon as I have one sugar thing, boom, the yeast come right back up. And it's because where is my system in the vibration that matches that lower vibration for that pathogen? Good, good, good. I'm willing to do it imperfectly. That is self-love. Wow. This landed beautifully in my system today. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's what I mean by choosing the path of least resistance, choosing what's light. It won't always feel like, oh yeah, that's light. It will just feel like less resistant, right? Like they both feel bad. All right, I'm just give myself a break and choose option B. Fine, let it be imperfect. That's gonna be lighter than the pressure of, I've gotta choose right. Oh, Don, yes, these are all uh, available for replay. On my YouTube channel, Dr. Kim Doramo, and in the Mind Body community and Facebook, are there things we can do? Oops, I just lost it. Um, oh, how do you love yourself when you feel so much anger? Welcome the anger. Welcome the anger. Are there things we can do to assist in raising our frequency? Yes, yes, yes. Everything, even just viewing this and like coming together to explore the possibility of self love. Be curious. Um, all of the stuff that I'm teaching, you know, in the instant elevation program, there were like specific tools or just the mind body toolkit book. There's like 10 tools. Those are all designed to increase your frequency right now, instantly in the now, not boom, I healed my disease instantly. Although that has been shown to happen 
absolutely. Like we're constantly reversing cancer cells, whether you've ever been diagnosed or not, like the body gets that oxidation and we're reversing the oxidation. Um, so we are instantly doing a lot of things. Just take the pressure off. When we use any of these tools, you know, relax your body, put your hand on your heart. Hi body, here I am. And take 10 breaths to witness what's here. So how do I, what do I do with the anger? Wow, there's so much anger. Appreciate how intense it is. Get curious. Oh, what do you have for me? Anger is going to show you where you buy into powerlessness. Anger is going to show you where you buy into thinking something's impossible or uh, shame. Oh, thanks, you guys. Beautiful, beautiful mama. Curl. <laughs> So it will show you something, but what do we do? We reject it or we therapize it or we medicate it. Ah, let it be imperfect. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Any advice for inflammation? Same thing. Everything we do to, quote, increase our frequency. And don't like do it to increase your frequency. Do it to meet yourself more fully. Because even that's like an attachment. I'm trying to get somewhere. I don't want to be here. Let me get here. So what if I just do it because I want to show up in love for myself, right? It's kind of like if you have a friend and you're like, I'm going to give you this beautiful apple pie. Now, do you love me? Or I'm going to do this thing for you. Now we do something for me where it's conditional. Obviously, you're like, that's not a friendship. But that's what we do with ourselves. Come on. I love you. I love you. Are you healed yet? Are you healed yet? <laughs> so what if I show up to love myself for the honor of showing up to love myself? Because the body will know the difference and the body will feel the difference. One is powerful healing and one is like, meh. Oh, Colleen, I'm in a flare up right now and the pain is very high. I welcome it with love and compassion and breathe. What else can I do? Yeah. Make it right. Stop making it wrong. This is a major, 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 major thing that keeps so many of us sick and not getting better, sick and not even accessing the possibility of getting better. Like nothing works, nothing works. Where am I making it wrong? Now I'm going to speak a little bit to this because it can be really challenging not to make it wrong when we're like, it is wrong. <laughs> yes, Gail, exactly. Accept it. And I don't mean resignation. Like, well, I guess the doctor's right. I really am going to live with this. NFW. <laughs> No, not what I subscribe to as a physician or just as an individual super sensitive empath practicing mind-body medicine. Not true. But I welcome this as it is, as it has been, is very different from, I guess that means it's always how it's going to be. Not the same thing. In fact, I welcome this as it's gone and as it is, is actually infinitely shifting how it's going to go from here because the resistance I was in is no longer here. I struggle with self-love because I feel like I fall in most parts. I fail in most parts of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome failure. That's it. You guys, seriously, if we could welcome failure, I welcome that I'm a total failure. I failed. First of all, it's not really true. We failed in most parts of our life, but the part who thinks it is, I failed. I'm a total loser and I love it. I'm a total failure, nothing but a failure, and I love it. 
right? Because it's the mind seeing it that way, perceiving it that way, judging it that way. And we can just let it have that. Yep. You're hundred percent right. And I love myself fully. That's a different kind of self-love than I won the game. I love myself so much. <laughs> yeah. I fail in most parts of my life and I feel like I just allow myself to be walked on instead of respected. And this is showing up in my daughter and her communication with me. Yeah, this is big. So it's actually from self-neglect, self-abandonment, not even failure, right? Where I, where I neglect myself, abandon myself, and then I decide it's okay. So even your judgment of yourself, like I fail, wait, what if I'm unwilling to judge myself? What if I'm unwilling to judge anybody? What if I'm unwilling to judge it? It being the dynamic of, I don't care and people walk all over me. I have this defect and this pattern and people walk all over me. All right, for 10 seconds, I'm gonna see it and welcome it. I'm gonna see it and love it. It's okay because it's awareness that is the medicine. It's awareness that is the medicine. So either bring in awareness with judgment, like, oh God, I'm doing that thing again. My God, my God why? why am I still doing it? Or I bring in awareness as medicine. Yep, I totally see. I've got all the shit on myself. <laughs> I see the little things where maybe I'm saying something, but there's a little thread of manipulation to get you to like me. Or maybe I'm saying something, but there's a little thread where, you know, I'm actually got this agenda, right? Who knows? I'll see it if I look. And if I'm willing to be in non judgment on myself, I'm going to see way more. I'm going to see all the things I'm doing that have been keeping the things in place that are unwanted. And now if I stay, stay and see it and stay without making it wrong, I will see it dissolve. Tudor Marinescu, who's this awesome MD and a DO out in California, and it's one of the coolest people ever, and a friend of mine, he shared this. And, and Mario, my super sweet genius husband, was talking about like, when we, you know, when we give space to the patient, they're going to tell us exactly what's going on. When we give space to ourselves, we're going to see what's actually at the bottom of it. And Tudor said, yes. And if you stay present with that much willingness, you will see the disease resolve. And it's a hundred percent true because presence dissolves illness, disease, pathology, toxic, trauma, fear, but you know, where, where am I? Am I present and, and, and I'm in fear, which is not going to really be in the body, you know, or am I aware and non-judging? Wow. More of a lot. <laughs> got to run to the doctor. I got to run to the therapist. No. Wow. I'm aware of a lot. <sighs> yep. I welcome it. <laughs> Colleen, I'm so achievement oriented. I do believe I can heal. I lead other women, but I'm harder on myself. Talk more about how we keep all the things in place that keep us sick. So judging it. So Colleen, if you just begin to see, wow, yeah, I do do this. And I'm so hard on myself. Yep. Noticing. I breathe in, I breathe out. Don't go into the, so what do I do about it? Which actually creates the very tension that keeps it alive. Right? So don't go to that step two. Just be in step one, which is awareness. Wow, I'm so aware of it. Because when I'm aware of it, it's going to hurt. When I'm aware of it, I'm going to feel it. When I'm aware of it, I'm like, oh, shit. Right? 
That's what I'm breathing. That's what's releasing. Will I breathe that? Or will I suppress it? Because so much, 99% of what people are doing to try to heal themselves is to suppress it. Hmm. Good, Jerry. I never thought of it that way. Feeling okay with being stupid. Feeling so bad with this <laughs> CV-19 isolation and being alone. Yeah, and with everything that brings up. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm, I don't need a break for a week. I feel like I need a year away from all of this. Uh, I felt like that for a long time when I was living with kind of that extra layer of um, intensity. Feels like it would be resignation. Yes, which which we talked about a little bit ago, right? It feels like if I accept this, it's going to get worse. If I accept this, I won't fight it. I won't change it. It won't get better. That's the big cosmic lie most of us are living. What if when I love it and embrace it, it dissolves? It dissolves everything that's not true and it strengthens everything that is. It dissolves everything that's not who I am and it strengthens everything that is. Oh, I love it, you guys. Thank you guys for being here. I am going to introduce the summer series of what we're doing, which is all about aliveness to be more fully alive. So for our weekly broadcast that we have every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, um, we are going to be doing some uh, sessions, replays of things specifically to foster greater aliveness. And these are... Um, Sessions we did in the past that were just really, really loved and really, really popular. Um, and putting a little theme around this to bring people into the choice. Will I choose my aliveness or will I continue to use to use uh, to choose suppression, right? Which we use suppression to not feel, to not bring up the intensity to it's like a pseudo life. To be fully alive, we've got to be willing to be here, to be here now, to feel what's here, to honor what's here so that the energy can move. So this is in a preemptive for the Alive Woman course and retreat, which is happening in the fall. Um, and the Alive Woman will run through August. Uh, it's do it on your own, uh, but we'll be doing the retreat, which is a live event in September. It's uh, at drkimd.com forward slash alive uh, for details and the dates. It's like mid-September. So um, this course is for everybody because, you know, it's a, we've had people internationally participate in the online part of it. Um, and the group retreat will be much smaller. <laughs> but what this is really around is as we feel and sense and welcome what's here, we allow ourselves to be more alive. We had um, actually Anita Griffith shared an amazing testimonial who's been in this work for some time. And she said, when I did the Alive Woman course, this was the most powerful thing I've ever did. And she began to recover from MS where she was told, you're, you're going to die in you know, a few months to live in the bed for, you know, for years, she was in the bed told, you know, you're going to continue to decline and her health regained, she regained her health. She's beginning to walk and she's beginning to move around. She no longer has a hospital bed in her living room. She's revitalized her beautiful marriage. She's doing work online, you know, like she's living a full life. And it was a major turnaround for her. Specifically, she told me this work um, and there's other things she's participated in as well. You can connect with her. But the Alive Woman course is a, a really powerful way. For me, I felt 
the more we sense and feel, the more we need a mode of expression. How do I let that anger out? How do I let out that level of depth of despair or grief or fear or fill in the blank? How do I let that move through my body? So there are different pieces and different modalities in that course to show you some really simple exercises to guide you through liquid dance, which is a way I've developed to like let energy move through my body. When we're super um, energy sensitive, empathic, highly sensitive, whatever you want to call it, like we really do need to let those channels open for energy to move through rather than just try to desensitize. I think this is the most important thing I could probably say. We do not need to desensitize. What will create more is to let the energy move through, but develop more resilience. So this is one of the main things I've put together in the Alive Woman course, which will be... Um, I mean, you can join at any time, but it will be run before the live event in September. So there'll be a lot of people in there together. And the Liquid Dance Facebook group is where we'll communicate. So um, you'll have some assistance in there. Um, and certainly really, really beautiful, powerful tools to move forward with becoming more fully alive. So that is at drkimd.com forward slash alive. If you do want to join for the live retreat, which is in September, I definitely welcome you to that, but reach out ASAP because there are a few spots left in that, but they will very likely um, will sell out of those spots. Uh, but that information is also on the same page, drkimd.com forward slash alive if you do want to come and join me in the Phoenix area. Would this help with menopause? Absolutely. We've seen major, major shifts when people are resistant and holding tension or judgment of the body, right? Referent to being a woman, referent to being cyclic, referent to being super passionate and sensitive. There's a lot that creates tension. And when there's the release of that, there's so much more hormonal balance, but also hormonal flow. So I've seen women release patterns of severe, severe, like unrelenting hot flashes, depression, anxiety, of course, uh, overweight where they're like, oh my God, my body's out of control. Uh, and certainly these, all of these inflammatory disorders and very, very severe diseases. So I would um, highly recommend it for those who this resonates for. Uh, ah, it's the judgment that keeps it in place. I just got it on a deeper level. Oh, thank you. Are we transforming energy when we do your processes? Yes, 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 yes. Your body is energy. What you resist persists. What you embrace transmutes. And it can, it can be easy. I'm not saying it's it's going to always be easy. We, we've got to be committed to let go of the programming that makes it not easy, that makes us hard on ourselves, that makes us have fear and attachment. I'm afraid to take the injection because I have severe chronic fatigue and Epstein-Barr. I'm so afraid of adversely reacting and getting worse. How do we deal with this? So I would say, Colleen, this is a really great question. Um, always, always let yourself choose from awareness, right? If I'm aware, hey, I have an autoimmune disorder, injecting a bunch of immune modulators and stimulants and something that's going to alter my DNA might not be the wisest thing, right? I can be in curiosity and have that awareness and make my choice. What happens is when I'm in fear, oh no, 
I'm sensitive and I'm this and I'm that and I'm susceptible and this could be a bad thing. And we're choosing from fear. It's kind of a different thing. Now, you might make the same exact choice, but you'll have resistance there where people are trying to convince you of something or people are constantly asking you and barraging you, why did you do this? Or why didn't you do this? And you have a different experience. If you're in your own clarity, boom, boom, boom. All right, here's my choice. I'm going to make this choice. But I'm in the, I know that I know that I know. I'm choosing from my wisdom. You're going to have a smoother experience 100% of the time because you're in an energy alignment where people either just won't ask or they're like, she knows what she's talking about. I'm not going to mess with her. It's always about like, I doubt myself, right? Like I'm going to put a big sign in my forehead. I doubt myself. Question me. <laughs> and people are like, what about this? And what about that? And then you're like, oh. So if you're feeling victim-y in any way, you're carrying, it's always when we're carrying some of that. Where am I willing to doubt myself? Where am I willing to choose from fear as versus choosing from my knowing? Hmm. Thank you, Janet. You vocalize exactly how I feel. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, thanks, you guys. Yes, yes, yes. Lots of love. Oh, you didn't get to my comment. Oh, Christine, what's your comment? <laughs> There's some, like a lot of comments that um, that I'm not going to get to, but thank you for joining. And um, we will go deeper, especially if you're joining in that uh, the program, which is a, it's a DIY. I'll say we recorded the sessions when we did it live, and you have those group recorded sessions where we went really, really, really deep into the work and did more of the transmutation. But I will be available in the Facebook group to more directly answer questions. And for pretty much all the programs like that, I've answered everyone's question in there. Certainly not here in the broadcast, but I will do my best. I love you guys. And I will look forward to seeing you soon. So we'll have the, the live sessions over the summer. I'll be checking into the My Body community as well and sharing some just details about our summer out here. We're going to be at the beach and have an amazing time. This was definitely a big self-love project for me because I knew um, I just wanted to feel that exhilaration of taking this time. Um, you know, we're with my family. We have a beautiful place to stay. Um, we'll have a house on the beach for part of it. And so, you know, that may be a choice available for you that you choose or don't. I had that available and I was like, yes, I'm having that. Or it may be essence of this really resonates for you. So like go online and look at pictures and let, let yourself image it and let yourself receive it that way. It's the same thing. Your body, your brain doesn't know the difference between the real and the imagined. Hello, Dr. Peru. And it will have the same physiologic and more importantly, electromagnetic impact. So your body will experience it anyway. All right. Lots of love, you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.